Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amarie Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. This is the best one. Pretty epic song. If it comes on in karaoke, the crowd comes to life. Just like that. <laughs> in middle school, me and all my buddies called each other the partners. We were all suspended for gang activity, but that was a real thing. So, Fred in a gang. The partners. You had the sheer audacity to form a gang in St. Louis? With a New York accent? Called the, you? Called the partners. <laughs> partner. You weren't worried about retaliation from the real gangs in the neighborhood? We would get the best kickball. What color did you guys rep? Some. Nice. Yeah. Whatever they were wearing that day. The answer is local. Cardinals jerseys. <laughs> Nelly got a WWE belt the other day from WWE, and I got super jealous. These are all things that happen in my life. Big thank you to Locker 505 and Macy's, who had me and Van out this past weekend to shop with a kid. We had a lot of fun yeah. with that, Van. My kid was cooler than yours. Um, well, I'm not going to disparage my young man, who's, uh, I think he's got a bright future. Very yeah. sweet kid. Very, very sweet kid. I love Locker 505. They're super sweet. I'm working with them in uh, December, or the end of December. What I, I tried to talk this young man into, like, making some smart purchases, like getting clothes in bulk and checking out the sale racks and nope. really really trying to be smart. And he went exact oppo of anything that I said or suggested. Yeah. Nikes. He got some Nikes. Nice. Yeah, he got some Nikes. My uh, The kid I was shopping with, the football player over at Monzano, super nice kid. And he was like, he's like, man, I just want like a big puffer jacket. I'm Sick. like, then we're going straight to the big puffer jacket. It's like, <laughs> like, that's, yeah, you want to look like Notorious B.I.G. in 1996? I got you, homie. Who doesn't? Yeah, I think I'm Team Fred's kid. Yeah, he was. <laughs> just for yeah. that statement. My kid was awesome. He was like, he's like, I'm a pretty good football player. He's like, I like it because I get to hit people. Sweet. And I, and I go, there's not a lot of other, not a lot of other options out there for you. That's kind of the one. Speaking of football, the Colts were victorious over the Titans this past weekend. Overtime football, a little bonus football for Gardner Minshew fans. Um, hey, here's the thing. If you're going to go to the field, bring your special teams with you. That's this whole game. Yeah. And have a quarterback because uh, Derrick Henry was the best player out there and they couldn't do a thing because Will Levis doesn't know how to throw a football. That's been a theme for Titans for quite some time now. It's the Derrick Henry show and some decent defense. Henry got a tutty. He got two. Okay. Good for him. Oh, he had a day. Yeah, good yeah. for him. He's, the 1,800-carry uh, curse has not affected him this season. And then when Will Ellis, Will Levis does get a touchdown pass, the team just misses the kick. And you're like, what do you guys do? Like, like you could have won just there. That was the one to win. Well, there's a reason why Nick Folk has bounced around the league so many times. Well, but he hits the one in extra, right? So he hits the one in extra. And he's like, we got this. There's only like four minutes left. You just got to lock him down, boys. No. Well, Gardner Minshew said. 
can't win a game on a, on a field goal with the first possession in OT. You got to score a tutty. Gardner logic. So good. He's just Ryan Fitzpatrick with a sweet mustache instead of a sweet beard. And acts poor. And without the Harvard education. <laughs> Well, oh, Washington State is like the Harvard of the of the West. If we're going to be real honest, there we go. Can that's we just, a that's a thing Fred says to can people. We just, yeah. Can we all yeah. agree that my university, Washington State University, is the Harvard of the West? Can Gardner is only as good as he is is because of one person, and that's Mike Leach. Rest in peace. And Michael Pittman Jr. Oh, he's a good player. Yeah, too. Super helped him. <laughs> helped him a ton, actually. And with no JT either, you know, Zach Moss looked like he was struggling carrying that football last night, or yesterday. Yeah, that's a hard one because you want. If you're a defense, you're like, oh, well, let, we'll see if Gardner Minshew can beat us. And they, and they did. Yeah, well, Titans Asked also. answered. The Titans also suck on defense. They have, like, nobody. Speaking of things that sucked, the quarterback play in the Falcons-New York Jets game yesterday. Ooh, it's bad, boys. Well, when it was a, a safety to start the game and it was a 2-0 <laughs> Jets, I mm-hmm. knew this was going to be a classic. <laughs> hey, that okay. game was still more exciting than the uh, Patriots-Chargers. Oh, yeah. Hammered the under on that one. If there's ever been a cause for a coach to get fired midseason after a win, it's that. It's not, I mean, it's not good quarterback play. We keep saying it. We've said it so many times. And then we end up with, what was that Chargers beat? 6-0? Six, 6-0. Six, nothing. Is yeah. that what it was? That's not enough points. No. And, I mean, Justin Herbert, kind of a fraud. In the gambling world, Falcons-Jets under was my lock of the week. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you. I really wanted the game to end 2-0. Like, so bad. I didn't want to see any other points. Is that a scoragami? Has no, there, has there ever been? It has happened. It has happened yes. before? We did have a scoragami, though, this week with the uh, Dolphins and uh, Washington game. 45-15. You don't get Miami, a lot of 15s. Miami has done two scoregamis this season. Well, because they've scored every high number you could think of this year. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'd just like to say a little quick shout-out to the Bills that uh, we had less points scored against us uh, when we played Washington. So we're the better team. It's not a, that's not actually braggable. That's okay. not one. It's not one of those. We had less points scored against us. It's not, it's not. Still wouldn't make the college football playoff. That's oh. true. <laughs> we got a chance. Because all the right things happened for us this weekend. Uh, the uh, the Steelers lost. The Browns lost. And uh, our situation only looks better and better and better. The Flacco-led Browns? Oh, my God. The game of the week for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watch more Browns L.A. than Eagles Niners just to watch Joe Flacco. 254 yards, two tutties. The kid still got it. He, he was competent. He was quite competent. What did Robert Griffin do wrong? Uh, get hurt. Like, he's available right now, right? Like Robert Griffin. Oh, yeah, third. he came out the other day and said he still runs a 4-3 and he still wants to play. Who was he telling that to? Uh, America. Everybody. He was, on, <laughs> he was on NFL Network or whatever it was. No. Was just, oh, yeah. Hey, he's a better commentator than quarterback. Well, he was like a kiddo when he was a quarterback, though. And well, like and a- he was hung out to dry by Shanahan. I mean, Shanahan never wanted him and used him as a sacrificial lamb. Well, he had he a wanted Kirk with- Cousins the whole time. He yeah, exactly. for the Ravens. He was on the Ravens for a little bit. Yeah, but, I mean, he took too many shots when he shouldn't have in, in situations with the Redskins. And you are very team, right. You know, just- well, then you end up, like, weird gun shy. And it's like, you want to go to your line, can I trust you guys? Like, you just got here. Look what we let happen to the other guys. No. No, you cannot trust us. Being so fast was also always part of his problem. He ran track on a football field. He ran too upright. He didn't have that, like, low, you know, he just, and he took too many big shots. 
Well, they also didn't have a line back then. Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Washington's ever had a line. Not since the Hogs. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they, well they're, they're, their medical staff at the time was what screwed him over. His knee was in shreds. You're like, you're fine. Go out there and play the last two weeks well, in a playoff was, that's, game. That's, that's that was football. Coach Kilmer. I mean, Shanahan mm-hmm. just sending him nice. out there. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think Clinton Portis had some years there where the line was okay. Like, there was, like, some talent out there for a couple minutes. But, he, yeah, he seems like a guy. Is he in his early 30s, I'm guessing, 31, oh, yeah. 32? Like, he's got it maybe 33 on the max. He's got to go out there. He's 33. 33. If I'm the Browns, no offense to Joe Flacco, but I was kind of, like, it looked like quicksand. Like, no, would, Joe Flacco was playing pretty good for being 38 years old and a year and a half removed from football. Uh, I agree completely. Yeah. I was I was impressed. Still I, elite. I will die on that hill that Joe Flacco is an elite quarterback. He never was. No, he always has been. Super Bowl MVP. Do not. I will argue this. There are blue terrible in the face. Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah. Who, no. Hey, hey young yeah, Cassio. Pump returners have won. If, if we were to read Joe Flacco's twenty three and Me, what would the prominent country of origin be? I would say Scottish. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. He's Italian, bro. That's why you like him what? so much. What? No. <laughs> well, his name sounds Italian. I mean, he has a vowel at the end of his name. <laughs> well, he actually, he, he is Italian. He, of course he is. Yeah, yeah. His father, Giuseppe. Jo- yeah, Giuseppe <laughs> L. Joseph Flacco. Yeah. Come yeah. on, man. All right, I got some for you. You're more biased on Italians than Fred is to Washington State facts. I Listen, the Italian people have been through a lot, and I will stand by them All right, as here, a fellow Italian. Here's some, here some Super Bowl MVPs who are booty. Nick Foles. No, awesome. Vaughn Miller. Great game. As a person. Well, we don't talk about that. San Antonio Holmes. Uh, awesome. Malcolm Smith. Go ahead and say who, and I'll tell you. Yeah, please. Linebacker for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Deion Branch, the punt returner. So he was one. Deserved in that moment. Tutty. <laughs> uh, Dexter Jackson was the Super Bowl MVP with Tampa. You remember? He had two first half interceptions in that game. Yeah, but you're also looking at when they were playing like plumbers and well, just the, the last was 20... the 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Was Larry Brown was Larry Brown the MVP of that Super Bowl for the Cowboys? Yeah, when, when O'Donnell mm-hmm. just kept throwing it right Super to Bowl him? Thirty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. Oh gosh, I mean, yeah, because O'Donnell Larry, Larry owed money Brown, to the mob. Yeah, Larry Brown was the MVP of the game. O'Donnell was the MVP of the Cowboys. I don't believe there's the one game. single bad Super Bowl. Desmond MVP. Howard great player no no he wasn't in that um, game that's all that matters is the return, game uh, doesn't make an elite career yeah okay but you know it, all, it doesn't matter when you're playing a super bowl you still got that trophy just oh, to no, say, for sure if you put a ring on that finger man you're a good player mm-hmm. I just, uh, thank you beyonce yeah i'm not flacco's in that hostetler category you know, for me flacco won that game for them not yesterday <laughs> He's 38. We step away so we can come back. We can continue with our NFL coverage. Also, MVP talk is kind of lightening up, boys. There's going to be some fun ideas that might not be a quarterback this year. We'll get into that at some point today as well. It's two and on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. Live from Howie's Sports Page, we're going way past 530 today. It's going to be so much fun as we watch Monday Night Football all night long. Halftime giveaways, free glizzies galore. The Sports Animal. 
continuing on our football coverage from the weekend. I was wrong. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I'm man enough to admit it. The Steelers got embarrassed. Bad. Embarrassed. Yeah. You know, the best part of that game was seeing Mitchell Trubisky come in. (laughs) Former great Buffalo Bill backup. I love Trubisky. Well, I kept looking up, and the game was off, and they had another game on. And I was like, well, it was delayed like three times. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like I was watching the 2 o'clock slate, and I was like, we're still watching this game on yeah. Red Zone? I was like, come on. That's the most anti-football thing I've seen in quite some time, the most anti-Steelers thing I've seen in quite some time. You're going to stop because of weather? Like, this is the only well, sport where it, we it play was, in the weather. It was pretty bad. It's, well, it's the, it's the lightning policy for yeah. the league. Yeah. It's, it's not, you know, they'll you gotta wait let 30 go. minutes. So and they I remember, did it I remember over a Steelers game over. a couple of years ago against the Dolphins, and it was like a downpour, and the punter put it, and the ball just planted. They had had like a high school game there the oh, night before, yeah. and the turf was chewed up, and this ball just literally planted in the ground six inches deep in the mud. I couldn't even, like, convince myself to not take the Steelers. I'm like, you know, Kyler Murray, he's capable of doing Kyler Murray things. I don't believe in Kenny Pickett. You know, the weather's going to be an issue. But the Steelers have been winning tough games over and over and over again. They're looking like a Mike Tomlin-led team that finds a way to win every single week against opponents that could beat them, but they still don't. Well, you know why the Steelers haven't won a Super Bowl in a long, long time? is because they continue to finish over 500. They should just tank, like, two seasons in a row, get a couple draft picks, build that team up, get some high-touted talent on that team, and really do something. But, no, they refuse to do that. They have to rely on all these fifth- and sixth-round draft picks to turn into studs like Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell. And they haven't done that lately. And Kenny Pickett is not the future. They're probably going to draft a quarterback. Uh, I'm hoping that they draft Michael Penix Jr. because I like when the Steelers are good. (laughs) It's more fun. So what you're doing right now is you're describing the Steelers as the Cowboys of the AFC. Yes. That's exactly what you're doing. But the Cowboys are actually pretty good this year. They're pretty good. We, we sang Dak Prescott's praises last week ad nauseum. He looks like an absolute dude. Well, he's the MVP frontrunner right now. I think Brock Purdy stepped into the front. I mean, at least Vegas well, betting Purdy odds. Purdy is at plus 300, and uh, Prescott, I believe, is at plus 240. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but he's not – listen, I, it sucks to say for the MVP award that it's a quarterback award because it is. Um, it would be cool to see Tyreek win it this year, but the real MVP winner this year, little biasm here, oh, is Josh God. Allen. He leads the league in EPA. He leads the league in touchdowns. He still has the most touchdowns in the league, and he didn't play this week. Also leads the league in turnovers, unfortunately, so that's a pretty hard case to make. I like that you mentioned Tyreek Hill, because if Tyreek Hill hits 2,000 yards, I think you have to give it to him. He's 299 yards above the second wide receiver, which is C.D. Lamb. He's going to win Offensive Player of the Year, because that's a wide receiver award or running back award nowadays. The MVP is probably Dak, sadly. I mean, the voters are going to give that cowboy love for sure. There will be a couple haters that aren't going to vote for him just for the reason that he's Dak Prescott and he's a quarterback of the Cowboys. But the NFL wants that. The NFL wants the Cowboys good. The NFL wants a shiny quarterback well, you know taking who, snaps for you the Cowboys. You know who my MVP is? C.J. Stroud, who plays for the better Texas team. 
you you could have made that argument a couple weeks ago. Now I'm, I'm still making. I 100 think that Dak Prescott is ahead of C.J. Stroud, and then Brock Purdy is ahead of C.J. Stroud. Three weeks ago, I was singing C.J. Stroud's praises that he should be the MVP front runner. Well, as an official Stroud boy, uh, remember, yes, you are. Yes, yeah. uh, I I'm a big believer in the Stroud boys. Um, man, if I was the Texans general manager. I would brag about my draft class from this season everywhere I went. Oh yeah. Will Anderson Jr. had the sure. game of the of of his career so far and he's only a rookie, two sacks, eight pressures. Like he was lights out. That boy gets paid to eat. He he looks like a dude and I another one, I'll admit when I was wrong, had the Broncos. Broncos and Steelers epically well, screwed me over this week. Me too. I had the Broncos. A Marie, I, I got that right on your show. Now, yeah. first of all, you did get that right. Now, I I, I picked them to cover because I went back and forth because I thought the Broncos and Texans was going to be the best game and most competitive game of the day, one of them. And I was like, oh, man, these are Broncos are hot. Texans are a good team. They they keep it close to the end. But uh, I would like to say, too, the, um, Tank Dell going out for the Texans, oh, man. Gosh, what a big. heartbreak um, rookie big. receiver. And um, and Nico Collins is great, too, but they've just done a really good job with a young team. I'm, I'm not saying they're going far, but, man, they – they won in the all this. Yep. No, they can. They can make the playoffs. And um, we'll see what happens. Month of December is always crazy. But we'll see what happens with the, the Texans in the future, though, because they definitely won out this Deshaun Watson, been drafting well. Like, they're doing a good job. Oh, they're well, lights Michael up. Ryan's got to be right up there for coach of the year for oh, the yeah. first year guy. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's him or Mike McDaniel, honestly. If, uh, if the Texans make the still playoffs. still outside Dan Campbell shot, depending sure. on yeah. what they do. Yeah, yeah. If the Texans make the playoffs, it's D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah. It's got to be. Well, and, and more importantly, he's building a culture because it's he stepped into a team that had no real superstars, drafted a couple, yeah. but they're young and they're coming up with him. And so that, that core cool. coming yeah. up together is going to be huge. Well, they're at least locked in for the next four years together. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, no. They're building a culture and, that has some staying power. And they got the steal of the draft in Tank Dell. Tank Dell is a machine. I mean, obviously give credit to Tank Dell. Give credit to Nico Collins. But I think C.J. Stroud is the absolute truth. Oh, and yeah. And you could stick any three wide receivers on the field, and it's hard not to perform when the ball's right there on your numbers yeah. every single time. You could put a retired Andre Johnson on that team, and they would still he would have Johnson. at least 1,000 yards, you know, who is up for uh, the Hall of Fame this year. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's my that's my number one pick for the Hall of Fame this year is Andre Johnson. And, and the Broncos, like, they, they were due for this. They've been winning close yeah. games. They've been doing it with their defense. They've been doing it by eating the clock. Russell Wilson hasn't been given turnovers. Well, he gave but, up a couple this game. Well, yeah, Two the, out of three big, of those interceptions were bad. The, the big one at the end, like, it was just there was miscommunication on the last play. I mean, do you see the, the one receiver? I forgot which one it was. was just, like, throwing his hands up, like, palms to the sky. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. If I'm and a, just stood there and started running around like backyard football. If I'm a gambling man, which I am, I'm going to say it was Marvin Mims because uh, Marvin Mims had the greatest two games to start a season and has been MIA since because Russell Wilson just doesn't like him. Yeah, I mean, he was driving. He's been the f- best fourth quarter comeback, uh, quarterback in the NFL all season. Like, when he had the ball and started driving with two minutes and some change left, I was like, oh, money in the bank. They got this for sure. He's been, he's been, Russell Wilson has been that dude for the past five or six weeks, and I thought it was just guaranteed. And then when I saw, like, the, co- the confusion on the last play, I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. I just 100% knew that Russell Wilson was going to put that ball 
in the end zone. The Broncos were going to win as time was running out. There was no doubt in my mind. And when I saw the confusion on the last play, obviously they didn't have any timeouts left, so you can't reset. But what's, what's the communication like in the huddle when you're calling that play? And you had time on the clock to talk to your receivers. I mean, the clock was ticking, but you had enough time to direct them and make sure they knew what they were doing. Yeah, but if you're giving them Seattle audibles, it doesn't help. Fair. Yeah, that's well, fair. Well, he, he, it was Sean Payne. He's giving them some Saints audibles on that <laughs> one. Yeah. <I> know, yeah. <laughs> A lot of miscommunication all around. Yeah. But that Saints-Lions game was really good, honestly. Like, the Lions had a perfect start, three touchdowns to start the game, and then they turned, it all turned around on them, and we got to see the greatest quarterback ever get a couple snaps, Jameis Winston. Oh, you're so he's, happy about that? Oh, I was ecstatic. And he's getting the start next week because Derek Carr's got a concussion. Not that I'm happy about player injuries, but I'm happy to see Jameis Winston take the field. Boys, I'm back. Bunch hey, friends. welcome back, Fred. Bunch of friends of the show shut up. They're all super nice. Can't wait to hang out with them. Yeah, you got distracted. But we can't do it at 5.30. We have to wait till 6.30 because uh, there's no Monday Night Football tonight. Lady Lobo's tonight. So uh, we put them all in the corner. There's a bunch of friends of the show just sitting in the corner. Saving us a table. Going to wait for an hour. Tell the boys get done with the radio. Jeff Simbieta is supposed to join us after the break. I'm sure he's en route. It's tough getting down Montgomery. Or tramway. this time of day. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you have to go anywhere near Wyoming and, Mon- and Manal right now, it's Don't do- just Well, I did that on the way disastrous. over. Foolishly. Yeah. Lomas is the best road to take up and down right now, I think. I've, I'm, I'm a Lomas guy. I always mess with Lomas. But as much as I love Lomas is how much New Orleans Saints players hate Derek Carr. Oh, Every, Derek Carr sucks. They want Taysom Hill to be their quarterback no, so bad. No, Jameis. But he's not Taysom. Ta- no, ta- the thing with Taysom is, is he looks like the most ADHD kid in the classroom. He has nothing but energy, nothing but, you know, high-strung stuff. But when it comes time to perform, he can't count. How old him. is he, 30? I would assume he's 30. And whenever he gets new shoes, he still wants to show people how fast he can run. Taysom Hill is 33. <laughs> yep, that tracks. I've Are you saying before, he's got light-up cleats? He is, is what Tim Tebow could have been had Tim Tebow not insisted on playing starting quarterback. Yeah. Tebow well, could have been a better version of Taysom Hill. I say you run series after series with Winston and Hill. You well, just do you do it like Yaffle. You just we, bring them back and forth. I'm going to talk a little fantasy nerd talk here. Okay, Taysom Hill should not be listed as a tight end. I love it. It's, it's f- fraud, conspiracy. If you start Taysom Hill at tight end in your fantasy league, I do that. You're a loser. I have. Oh, that. cool! I got him in two. Yeah, I got him. <laughs> yeah, and I love loser. every second of it. The the thing that's interesting about his style of play, and I used to do this take on Tim Tebow years ago, but I think it's the same take now, where if you have Taysom Hill, just only do your extra points from the two yard line, like that's it. Like he can be on the team to just do two point conversions, and you'll get enough of a percent of them to where it's an absolute banger move. And that's why I thought Tim Tebow should have been all those years was he should have just been the Two yards, and you get two points, quarterback. Well, that's what he did in his first season at Florida. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. See, I've always thought every team should sign, like, a seven-foot-plus guy for the goal line situation. And you just take that one-yard snap, and you just throw it high. Yeah. And everybody's just swatting at his arms. <laughs> well, I got a, a nice These reminder. These guys can jump pretty high, though. Of uh, Jimmy Graham this weekend because mm. he scored a touchdown. And I literally was watching that game, and I said, Jimmy Graham's on, in, on the Saints still? Let's do this, boys. Let's step away so we can come back. And whenever we do, we're going to sit down with the director of the New Mexico Bowl. That's Jeff Simbietta. We're going to talk about the two teams that are competing in said bowl, when it is, how much fun you're going to have there, and how we are able to celebrate getting there. It's two men on live from Howie Sports Page, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The- 
Oh, okay. I like her. She's super nice. Yeah. Tina Tafoya was just outside the broadcast hanging out with Justin Bietta, who's joining us on the broadcast. Jeff, welcome yeah. to the programs. What's happening? Do, What's you get, do you get to sleep for the next 17 days, or how does it work? No, dude. I uh, Well, I mean, there's going to be a point where maybe we run out of everything, and then I could take a nap and just say we can't do it. But um, th- this 24 hours has been insane. Yeah. Like, the, it usually is hectic, but... Um, this one, this one's different. I'm not gonna lie. This has been a crazy and, and yeah. <laughs> you're, talk, you're talking about running out of. You're gonna run out of seats over there, at University. Stadium. I don't know that we will. No. You know, everybody says, "Are you gonna sell out?" I, I think that might be ambitious. Uh, I think we have a nice crowd. Yeah. I looked at the seat chart this morning, and the whole lower bowls on both sides. Now a lot of them are are, are team holds. Um, they were they were gone. Did I just? Do something here. I can't hear me. Oh, you can't hear Um, me? But they were gone. As long as you can hear me, that's all that matters. Yeah, you're golden. Um, And then all of, like, the the, uh, suites, the end zone club, the Zias are gone. And we've got, you know, people saying, hey, I need, I need. And it's like, I got it, but they're gone. For for our board members and our, our sponsors, we sent out a note last week saying, if you need to purchase any additional premium seating, get in now. And of course, now on Monday, everybody's saying, "Well, I need it." They're gone, and it's it's a kind of a first world problem. It's actually a really nice problem. Where's uh, uh, the best place to buy tickets it, right it's now? Through our website at NewMexicoBowl.com, and we go through the UNM ticket office. Like here, just came in another request. Boom! Hey, can you you know, <laughs> like literally, Fred? Um, Fred, be careful. You said seventeen days. Yeah, and I don't mind telling you. It's 11 days, 20 oh, hours, no. 7 minutes, oh, and 55 no. seconds. Yeah, I got it, it live it, it right just got a little tiny <laughs> bit of counter. You know, it's one, it's one of those things, too, where this one didn't sneak up on me because knew it coming. But um, yesterday we were in, and it was a weird selection Sunday. It was weird yesterday. Teams um, are pulling bowls out of hats, I well, saw. Uh, what is going on here? It, it was well, yesterday because of the uncertainty, and I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through that. But um, th- this one hit. Because the popularity, like, like in the first bunch of hours, was was crazy, and it's a really good problem. I mean, I'm not complaining, but um, what what happened yesterday? So you saw UNLV went to the guaranteed rate bowl, which I think a lot of people. Well, how did that happen? Well, that, why everything slid so late? We we're all waiting to see if Penn State got into the New Year's Six, which we figured they would. And you're going to say, why does that matter? Because that's what Jerry Kill called me. He's like, what are we waiting for? We want where's our opponent, mm-hmm. and uh, why does that matter? Well, when the when Penn State played into the New Year's Six. Um, that and, and because Minnesota at five and seven doesn't count as the big a Big Ten bowl team, they fall outside of their allotment. Right, they're five and seven, so they go fill afterwards. They they vacated their spot in that guaranteed rate bowl. That's the game in Phoenix. Okay, okay. So there, were, yeah. there wasn't enough Big Ten teams to to fill to that down to that slot. The backup for that game is the Mountain West, and they get they get second selection. So that moved everything up. That's because I wanted UNLV. It, 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 I was looking at maybe putting UNLV conference runner up versus conference runner up. Sure, but they went into that game and everything slid. And so, um, and then Conference USA wouldn't release New Mexico State until Liberty got into the uh, Fiesta Bowl. It, it was a lot, man. I know I'm giving you a lot of nuts and bolts. Well, and you said you know you said Coach Kill called you. When did you think you knew that the teams were lined up? It was that very last second, or you had. An inkling before teams plural or teams singular? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say singular. I'm All gonna right, say singular. Uh, three to four weeks ago, that, on one of them. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I was pretty pretty sure of that. 
Yeah. And we had had some confusion because we were reading on the internet and there were conversations. Don't, don't, don't believe everything you're saying. Sure. Right? <laughs> sure. But we had read Conference USA has to go to a certain bowl and there was this and that and the other thing. And I was like, I can't make heads, Con- tails. So Conference or- USA has tie-ins with certain bowls. Um, but so the, but their, their league does not have a slotted selection. Okay. okay. Mountain West, the number of the champion goes to the L.A. Bowl, or the L.A. Bowl has the opportunity to take the champion. They typically do. Then, after that, um, this year, the Guaranteed Rate Bowl jumped in and got the second selection. ESPN had the, the third selection, and we took Air Force to the Armed Forces Bowl with three. And typically, we have the next selection. This is one of the three, one every three or four years, the Arizona Bowl picks next, and, and that's what it is. Conference USA, the champion gets to kind of suggest where they want to go well in this case new mexico state wanted to be here yeah we wanted new mexico state Th- this sure. was this was a pretty sure thing f- for for a number of weeks and okay. it got sure as we got got closer and i mean i, I i've been doing this long enough where i like i might be stupid but i'm not new <laughs> like i knew nothing's done until it's done now the other side literally i i Monday of last week, we were pointed at Fresno State. We pointed a bunch of different ways during the week. In fact, we, with, the, with other conferences, um, there were a lot of things going on. But as, as it played out, Fresno State's athletic director called me. Terry called me last Sunday and said, we want to come back. And, and I said, okay, that's beautiful because that's a great brand. And This is the most a team has played in the bowl. Is that correct? They've been to New Mexico four times. Okay, how great. Uh, Justin Bieta joining with us, obviously the director of the New Mexico Bowl, host of the opening drive here. We're talking about a little inside bowl. Little yeah, inside sorry, bowl. I know that's a lot, man. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a lot of nuts. Well, as a, as a nerd I to the game, I love <laughs> hearing all of this. <laughs> it's funny. I was up in uh, Eugene for, for Thanksgiving last, uh, well, when Thanksgiving was, whenever that was. Uh, my nephew goes up there, and, and so his roommate was there for. I think it was a Tuesday. It, that's it, when it, I, it, <laughs> well, it was, yeah, it was weird this year. I knew yeah, it was, it was a Tuesday. It was a weird thing. Um, but he's. He, he's it's just like that. He's like, I want to know all about it. Like, he's like, pardon me for nerding out. Yeah. And so, yeah, we had one of those conversations. Well, this is uh, NMSU's uh, first consecutive bowl game since 5960. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah it, it's bonkers what they're doing. And, um, and, and it's impressive. And, and their fans are so far. I mean, it, it's been silly. Like, you know, blocks. Oh, I need 74 tickets. I need 36 tickets. It's going to okay. be a Las Cruces shootout. It, it, it's going to be you know, one easier it, there. One, <laughs> verbiage. <laughs> well, and it's interesting as you talk about the fans, too, because Van and I were talking about that yesterday. When we got the press release. We're, okay, we're in. You know, we didn't know before anyone else knew. You know, we, we found it the same time, so we call each other, and we say, hey, the, like, the little bit the low of Friday night for the fan base to the excitement of Sunday afternoon, have you got the feedback from Aggie fan on just what that roller coaster has been to them emotionally? A little bit. Yeah. yeah I, I think they were so happy to be in that game and then to, to see how they competed. And, you know, we had Jerry Kill was on with us today, and I talked to him Saturday. He called me, and um, he wasn't very happy with the, the call in the end zone. That, that right. right? I mean, they the simultaneous catch with Eli Stowers and, and one of the defensive backs from Liberty. And, I mean, that, that was either you're, you're tied or they get the ball and go down and you're down by 14. I mean, literally swung it. And, you know, Diego Pavia got hurt. Right. And so, um, yeah, they were down. They were down, but I think they realized, dang, we're 10-4. and four. We just played in a conference championship game. They're playing in a, in a bowl game that I believe that they wanted to play in. Do you, do you believe this to be, like, going to be the biggest contingent of a fan base ever to come to the New Mexico Bowl? Uh, I mean, this there's plenty of 
Aggie fans here, like alumni here, and all over the state, travel. all of, and they're gonna travel. Yeah, my understanding, Van, is there's more New Mexico State alumni in Bernalillo County than there are anywhere, right? I mean, with this being the metropolitan, the the the, the population center of the state. Um, I mean, obviously, New Mexico the first couple of years, and, and New Mexico's been here four times, so I think it'll be very akin to that. The, the, first, the first year, when we had 34, north of 34,000. The very first bowl in, 19, in 2006, um, we had 34-111, I think was the number, against San Jose State. That was crazy. I mean, that was, that was one of those where, like, I, we had, I mean, I had no idea what I was getting into anyway. And this one... It's been, a, it's been a few years since we've had this kind of reaction. Um, I, I imagine it'll be akin to that, and Aggie fans probably, and I know they've been telling us, no, we're going to blow it out way more than that. Right. And it's almost a pride thing to them, right? I, you know, in, in some respect, they want to pack their rival's stadium, yeah. um, and they want to win in their rival's stadium. And, yeah, again, you know, for them, it's crazy how it works out. Remember last year, we, there was we really wanted I, I wanted to take them and I've heard Aggie fans say they didn't want us last year that's not what happened last year you know they we had contracts with leagues last year we had, B, we had a contract with BYU and we had the ABC time slot last year and so the, the matchup was really set almost two and a half weeks back then all of a sudden they got the waiver they got eligible we had nowhere to go this wasn't a we didn't want them last year but it's kind of crazy how it worked out. Well, and not to keep it too long, but this is a sought-after team, right? Many bowls yes. wanted this team. And, <laughs> and I'm not trying to put you into perspective like this, but you're in year what, 20? 18. 18. Could you in year one or two have the sway that yeah. you have in year 18 to make this happen? Yeah, I, maybe not. Yeah. And probably not. No, and, and this is one of those things where we are I, – I was pulling for them to win the championship because I wanted sure. – I, I wanted, to, to show people what I know, we are not too little of a bowl to host a conference champion. If they would have won the conference championship, they'd still be playing in this game. How great! And and so, and, and there was a we were working on kind of trying to put for a minute there, you know, Mac versus USA champion. Yeah. Now, obviously, it fell through the other way, um, and I'm good with it. But the beauty, this is not the first time we've had a team that played in a conference championship game, right? And so, the growth of the game is really cool, and the the where we stand there there's levels right i get it there's the new year six and then there's that next that next round of you know outback and alamo and all those big big power five bowls but in the group of five games we, we we're not gonna take back seat to anybody our reputation our time slot our ratings our, the way we treat the the student athletes and the teams and that's why people want to come back rich rodriguez has to come back to our game jim McElwain is asked to come back Jerry wanted to come back or come to our game. He hasn't been here yet. So the, the reputation that we built, but your, your point on 18 years, um, yeah, it's, it, it, it's kind of crazy. The, the reception pull, the we amount get. of pull you yeah, have. Well, in this I don't thing. know if it's pull. I, just, I think our staff has done a really good job. Our community has done a good job supporting it. And, and it, it's, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of what they've created. And, that, and you know, Fresno State calling, want to come back two years later, it shows something. Saturday, December the 16th, 345 is going to be the kickoff over there at University Stadium. Obviously, you talked about it being nationally broadcast ESPN. It's it's the whole deal. It's a spotlight Clay in the Matt, city. Matt Vick, Rob Gilmore, and oh, she just sent me a text. I, I, I'm i so sorry. I, I oh, you could have been breaking news here. The text we're going to get if we don't ask is why didn't we ask about the quarterback for the Aggies, is he going to be good to go? Do you know? Do you not know? Can so, you say? I, I asked Jerry Kill that this morning, and he told me cautiously optimistic is okay. what he said. Um, so that's what, I mean, I asked, we, we asked Jerry Kill that this morning. Is it what? What, she, uh, what was that? It, 
I didn't quite get you, Amory. I'm sorry. One more time. Beth Mowens. No, no, I'm going to get it for you here in a minute. I'm, I'm looking it up as we speak. Well, um, NMSU is opening as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Is New Mexico State a favorite? Yeah, two-and-a-half point. I had not seen that. Yeah, and the over-under is 51-and-a-half. Uh, oh, let's score some points, That's some boys. numbers. Yeah. You know, New Mexico State's defense has been so good until they gave up 711 yards the other day. Liberty freaking moved it, though. I'll tell you what. But they played a tight game with them. They, they, they went punch for punch. If yeah. You, if you go back and that, that, mm-hmm. that play in the end zone um, goes the other way, then all of a sudden you you got you have a different conversation, right? It was a tie game instead of a fourteen point game. It was arguably like top three most exciting conference championship games of of the year. It was pretty good. I mean, the Pac twelve was awesome. Yeah, the Pac twelve was great. Pac twelve was awesome. What did you guys think of um, of Florida State? I, I imagine you talked about that a little bit. But what do you think of Florida yeah, State? Yeah, we, we led with it. Well, I think it's uh, a Fred yeah. Wars tin uh, foil hat. That is true. That I one. Um, <laughs> Florida and Disney hate each other. There's no way ESPN was going to give a Florida school the opportunity. I so think it's think? all was it all an ESPN thing, even though it was a, the committee. That's what I'm saying. Well, ESPN. They're in on it. Well, did you see uh, uh, Herb Street had uh, all the helmets behind him as the show was going on, and Alabama was in that four spot oh, okay. where was it really? used to be. Yeah. Um, you can go through and like really break that stuff down sometimes, which well, is yeah a lot of fun. The uh, just one more inside the bowl because this is stuff that really interests me. Yeah, what was his Letta's reception to you being able to get the Aggies here? Pretty fired up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, let me just tell you, Letta has been an insanely great partner um, since you know we we announced it earlier this year, and I think it, it, it's really kind of cool that we're going to be able to put on a show like this for them too in year number one and. We've got a lot of uh, a lot of potentials coming in. They they've been terrific, and we're going to be able to bring down um, the kickoff luncheon down to their place. Which I don't know if I've um, I don't know if this has been put out anywhere. Um, our our kickoff luncheon speaker will be um, so last breaking year. We, news, breaking news. Breaking last news. Last year we had Andre. Reed. Well, you're not going to like this, oh, Andre no. Reed, because you hate the Rams. Uh, that's keep going. Uh, <laughs> last year was Andre Reed. I love that Bill's here. The year before was Eric Dickerson. Nice. It's like a St. Uh, Louis Rams. Ram. one. St. Louis Rams. Um, Ram. we, we've had Jim Kelly, and we've had awesome. Tim Brown, and we've had Joe Theismann and Lee Corso. And, I mean, we you start naming him Warren Moon. Um, like an L.A. Ram? Like he's a, he's a hates ra- Warren Moon. <laughs> <laughs> you, I know you hate Warren Long Moon. Long story. I'll I, give I, it I to you. Good, I got a good Warren Moon story. Uh, I'll tell you off go. here. Um, all right. So he's a, he, he's a St. Louis Ram Hall of Famer. Played okay. for the Indianapolis Colts. San Diego yeah. State. Let's go. Marshall, Fal- Marshall Falk will be there. Oh, big. Yeah. 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 Amory got that, as, as you guys did. Um, yeah. It, you know, it's funny. I'm in my wall in my office, I don't know. I, I guess I do have a lot of stuff. But one of the first things I had up there. I was at one of these one of these charity things, and I bought a Marshall Fox San Diego State Love picture it. kind of action. It's been up there that next to Ali, and um, so I'm, I'm gonna. I'm not a big autograph guy, but I might have to, right? Oh, right, for sure. You, if it's been there the whole time, you it's got been it. Up, I, yeah. I mean, at least 18 years since we've been doing this, I've, I've had that. So, the, and he's an Aztec, and he's a Ram, and. The, so yeah, Marshall will be there, and we, we're going to count up tickets after the teams want him, and we might have. 50-ish tickets on sale for that. So. That's awesome. I think that would be pretty cool. The bowl is the feature. The tailgate is the appetizer. I mean, do you want me to, like, bring Duke City Championship Wrestling out, just put the ring up? Do you want to do something out there? Tell me what you want to do. Is that we, uh, get permission to be out there? Tell me what you want to do out there. Halftime show. I mean, we're putting on. <laughs> we put somebody in an that, Aggies jersey. That, someone, that could be kind of cool. And we just let them go at each other. Is that a show we should do at FanFest? I would watch. I'd love I'd, it. Just saying, we'll just yeah. get, we'll connect off put, of that. Put Hobo Hank in an Aggies jersey. Yes, and just let him beat up. Yeah. 
Fair all shit. Fresno State jerseys. Well, I mean, I, you know, from where I am, as as you know, I'm a neutral observer. Yeah, I got to yep, get a good, yep. I got to go get a pretty good Fresno State opponent, <laughs> and there's somebody that might be able to beat this guy. Well, we'll what uh, about uh, we'll uh, Paul s- George or uh, Kawhi? Kawhi Leonard. I don't look, hate look, it. Look yeah. going with more Aztecs. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love it. Joe, I love it. Joe, final words because we're at the break. Anything? No, uh, no, I appreciate it. Where are the tickets it. available and all that? Uh, NewMexicoBowl.com. Hit them. Uh, uh, this is one of those where uh, in years past, if I might have said this, I, I usually don't say, yeah, they're going fast. Mm. Um, they're, they're moving. Like the bottom sections have, have gone. Um, NewMexicoBowl.com is where you can get them. It'll link you over to UNM Tickets. Um, you can call the ticket office at 505-925-5626. And um, I appreciate you guys' support. And, and uh, you guys, I think we're going to throw a party. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I know I don't look all that excited because I'm kind of whipped a little bit today. But um, I'm pretty fired up about this. I'm looking at the ticket. By the way, we should have a pretty good game. Oh, it's going to be you a look great at the map? game. Yeah, they're, all, they're going. Like, look at the bottom section, and, and you're going to go, what? The, look, 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 look at yeah, that. Yeah, they're gone. Like, oh, this is wild. Isn't that crazy? Way to go. When man. have you ever seen that before? Way to go. Only for NMSU and UNM games. Right? Yeah, sure. But not two and a half weeks out. Yeah, right. You can get in this for as low as $25. On the North End Zone is $25 general admission. Yeah. North End Zone, $25 general admission. And I'm going to suggest this to people. I know nobody listens, and they're going to complain because they're going to get their last beer at the tailgate and try to get in at 340 for a 345 yep. kick. Don't no. do it. Don't do it. Get in early. The fly. We're gonna have a flyover. All all the pregame stuff. And there are ticket entrances. There are gates on the south end of the stadium. Everybody jams those two north side because sure. they're coming out of the tailgates. Yep. <laughs> there are ticket uh, ways to get in that stadium on that south side. And I would suggest doing that as it's well. It's always but, the best way to get in. Yeah, we're working. Uh, get there early. We're working with you know the city and APD and traffic flow. I met with UNM today. Like I said, all right. This and I love UNM football. We're going to have a few more people than the last few games at a UNM game. Traffic sure. and parking is going to be. So, so, yeah, hit it early. Make a day out of it. Right turns only. I don't know if that's Probably. True. I, think it's <laughs> le- I think it's left Probably. turns only. Is it le- no. I don't. Is that right? No, it's got to right be right is, turns only. Let me put my L and my finger up. And say, left turn, right turn. We'll figure it out day of. All Just I know is UPS takes left bread. turns only. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Just I mean, no bread drink. <laughs> I see what he did there. Justin nice. Vieta. Thank you for taking the time with us. Thanks, boys. Uh, congratulations you. on the matchup. Congratulations yeah. on everything. And we'll be tuned in every Appreciate morning you. for all those updates. Thanks. NewMexicoBowl.com. It's the Insulata New Mexico Bowl. Let's go. Great sponsor. Let's tune in on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.